The Morning Show Podcast. A daily dose of audio to make your day a little better. Coming up in the core four this morning, I am going to explain how a prominent vegan might actually be a cannibal. Okay. I, I promise I'll explain in the core four. And marching band covers are back in Cover Lovers, and you know that's a good time. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. Immigration has been a very hot topic recently. Last week, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis chose to fly undocumented immigrants from the Mexican-American border in Texas to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. DeSantis's move comes on the heels of Texas Governor Greg Abbott choosing to bus undocumented immigrants from his state to places like D.C. and New York. And as the midterms really ramp up here in the next few weeks, immigration will no doubt be a topic that comes up over and over. So let's jump into some numbers regarding immigration. The reality of the situation at the border is complicated. Authorities say that illegal crossings are actually down almost 5% this August compared to August of 2021. Migrants from Mexico and most Central American countries have all declined, with one very notable exception. The number of migrants from Venezuela specifically has gone up almost 400% in that same period of time vaulting Venezuelans to the number two spot behind Mexicans as the nationality is crossing the border most often. The other thing to think about as you listen to your local politicians argue about immigration is that, yes, the number of illegal border crossings did go up to over two million for the first time not too long ago. But due to a pandemic era rule enacted by former President Trump, U.S. border agents can turn back migrants that cross the border illegally and claim asylum. But There's also no penalty for being caught and expelled from the country. So most migrants come right back over the border, hoping they don't get caught on their second, third or fourth attempt, meaning you have the same number of people crossing the border while the number of border crossings increases. I have an update on the two storms that hit the U.S. over the weekend in Alaska. The remnants of a typhoon caused the worst storm for the state in 50 years. There was flooding and damage along 1,000 miles of the state's coastline. Several homes were knocked from their foundation into the floodwaters. And down in Puerto Rico, it was much worse. As of yesterday afternoon, there were 1 million residents without power and over 1,000 people had been rescued and first responders were still actively making rescues. An entire bridge was washed away into floodwaters. FEMA workers are on the ground as well as the National Guard. Carla Marie, are you familiar with the name Doug Ramsey? No. Let me ask you this. Are you familiar with the brand Beyond Meat? Of course. So Beyond Meat is a company that makes meat substitute vegan products. Yes. And Doug Ramsey happens to be the CEO. Apparently, even though he might not be the biggest fan of meat, he will bite a man's nose. Okay, what? So apparently, over the weekend, Doug Ramsey, the COO of Beyond Meat, got himself arrested and charged with felony battery and making a terroristic threat after a fight outside of a college football game. Oh, my God. So as he was in the parking garage, and obviously you know at college football games, at any sporting event, the parking garage can be a little bit of a cluster. Yes. He got really mad that someone was trying to inch in front of him. And according to police, he got out of his SUV. And by the way, this was an Arkansas Razorbacks game. He got out of his SUV and punched out the back windshield of the man he was getting into a fight with. I don't really ever think of vegans being this aggressive. Right? Right. Also, 
punching out the back windshield with your bare hands is pretty incredible. He then got into an altercation with the man outside of their cars and allegedly bit his nose. Like, uh, why is that a thing you go for? And if you're wondering where the terroristic threat comes in, witnesses report hearing Doug Ramsey threatened to kill the man. You can't do that. The convicted man who was the subject of the first season of the very popular serial podcast walked out of prison after a judge vacated his conviction. Adnan Syed spent the last 23 years in prison fighting his conviction. In 1999, his high school classmate and ex-girlfriend's body was found buried in a park. In 2014, the podcast Serial drew attention as it questioned whether or not Syed received a fair trial. This month, prosecutors recommended that he be granted a new trial as new information points to alternative suspects. They have 30 days to decide if they'll seek a new trial or drop the charges against Syed, who will be serving home detention until then. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. When we hear reports or see pictures of massive amounts of garbage in our oceans, I think most of us imagine some big evil dump truck backing up into the Pacific and dropping tons of empty water bottles and old toys into the water like we live in an episode of Captain Planet. When in reality, the problem is way more innocent than that. A lot of trash that ends up in our oceans comes from litter in cities and towns, making its way into streams and rivers, then traveling miles and miles until the trash reaches the ocean. Let's say you took your recycling to the curb yesterday, but unfortunately, you didn't notice when a bottle of water accidentally fell out. That bottle of water will then roll around and at some point likely make its way into a watershed after the next storm and it'll keep floating and floating until it hits the ocean. The reason I'm bringing all of this up is to point out how simple and important today's hope for humanity is. Plastic Fisher, which is a German-based company, has released what they're calling the trash boom in an effort to stop garbage from making its way to the ocean. The trash boom is basically a floating barrier with steel mesh that goes about a foot and a half down into rivers and streams. The floating fence-like structure is made with whatever materials are easy to source in the area where they're going to be installed, and that's in order to keep the cost down so even developing in third world countries can afford to install the barrier. And the whole thing was started after three German students took a trip to Vietnam and realized the river outside of their hotel balcony constantly had garbage floating down. They are currently operating in India and hope to launch 20 similar trash booms in the country very soon, along with trash booms in Vietnam. Their company operates with the triple L approach, locally built, low cost, low tech. And with those three L's, they hope to have trash booms all over the world and hopefully keep tons of garbage out of our oceans. You're about to hear a super fun version of Cover Lovers. That is one of the musically themed games we play here on the Morning Show podcast, but we can't play these games if you don't sign up to play them. It's completely free. I don't know why I have to say that. So the link is below and at themorningshowpodcast.com. It takes about 15 minutes to actually play the game. We schedule around your time. So whenever works best for you, you can sign up with a friend, family member, spouse, or we can pair you up with a complete stranger. It's super simple. Hit the link below or go to themorningshowpodcast.com. Just when I think their games couldn't get any weirder. All the songs you know and love, but different. Let's play Cover Lovers. Coming off the heels of Carla Marie and I both 
being the in-game hosts at the Huskies game here at University of Washington over the weekend, I decided, you know what? The Huskies band got me ready and amped to listen to more marching band <laughs> oh, no. music. It's so fun, though. And Carla Marie, now that we know the theme for today's yes. game, we need to get to know our contestants. Megan is checking in from Cleveland, Ohio. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. And then her competitor this morning is Melissa from Reading, PA. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. Well, how do you guys feel about uh, marching band covers? Because you had no idea. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm, nervous. Uh, I'm a little nervous, but I'm used to the Ohio State marching band oh. doing some great, great covers. So we'll see. <laughs> they are known as, I believe, the best band in the land, right? Something like that. They are. Yeah, Why do you know these things? I don't know. I, I don't know anything useful. <laughs> I know things so like that. I also know that I think Southern Alabama is the Jaguars. Okay. I don't know. Things are weird in my life. Just play the songs. <laughs> All right. Who's going first, Carla Marie? Megan. Megan, here is your first cover lover's clue. Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Two points. Nice. There we go. All right, got some points on the board, so we get some momentum going. Ooh. Now we're going to see if Melissa can keep that that positive vibe going. Melissa, you ready for your cover lover's clue? Not really, but okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> say black eyed peas it's like right there i can't think of it if you think it's the black eyed peas then say any black eyed peas song you can think of it's gonna be a good night it's gonna be a good night by black eyed peas gets you one <laughs> point <laughs> oh, you're it's that song though it is the right you had the right song in your brain the title of nice that song, song is i got a feeling so close. so close. But that was good, though. A point on the board, meaning we don't have anyone in the Zeros Club Woo! today. And we've, I feel like we've had a lot. I think lot lately. three of our last six competitions yes. have ended with someone in the Zeros Club. So we have avoided that today as we enter round two. Carla Marie, what is the score? Megan with two. Melissa right behind her with one. All right, Megan, back to you. Here is your second cover lover's clue. to go out on a limb is it imagine dragons centuries is it imagine dragons centuries one point that was <laughs> it's fallout boy it my is. favorite oh. fallout boy centuries would have been the correct <laughs> I answer i had it in my head i knew i could hear it but i'm not good with newer fallout boy okay. <laughs> well this gives melissa a chance to tie it up here nice. melissa in round two here is your second cover lovers clue I 
have no idea. No <laughs> You're going to be so mad. Oh, no. That gives. So <laughs> if you're not familiar with the rules, if a contestant gets zero points, it gives their competitor a chance to steal from that round. Back over to you, Megan. You can steal two points here. I actually think I played this in marching band. And I, <laughs> hey, yo, by Outcast. Two points. Hold on. You waited yeah. until the end of round two <laughs> to drop that bomb on us that you actually were in the marching band. In high school, in high school. <laughs> I mean, that still gives you an advantage here. Yeah. Ohio State fan and in the marching band. So, Sorry, Melissa. We did not know I'm that the, the game was going to be so thrown. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I believe it is still anyone's game at this point in Yes, actually time. it is. However, Megan... You can put this away with one point in round three. Here is your cover lover's clue. kept thinking I knew what the song was and then it changed beats. I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. Zero oh, points giving Melissa sense. a chance to keep herself in the game. Melissa, can you steal one or two points from Megan's round? Take a guess. <laughs> you got friends in low places. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. What was the name of the song? Got friends in low places. Got friends in low places. One <laughs> point. <laughs> You added a word. It's just friends in low places. Oh, but, that's what it is. But you, you are Stupid still <laughs> close. What do we have, Carla Marie, as the, uh, uh, the score? Megan's got five and Melissa has two. Megan, you are today's champion. So congratulations to <laughs> yeah. Megan, who waited until round two <laughs> to tell us that she had experience in the marching oh, band. so close, though. <laughs> Um, also, I want to give a shout out to Melissa because we have reposted Melissa yes. on different occasions. Carla, you want to explain what goes on there? Yeah. So Melissa has so many items from our You Look Great collection that she'll put them on her skeletons that she has at home. So <laughs> how many skeletons do you have, Melissa? Actually, only two. Oh, there's only two. I feel like there's so many more because you just dress them up differently all the time. <laughs> and they wear our You Look Great gear. And it's so fun to see and it, it like makes my day whenever i see a skeleton in a you look great shirt <laughs> and even around christmas they were in a little uh christmas setup it was really cool um, yeah, the but, neighbors like the christmas setup i was surprised yay that's awesome Skeleton christmas skeletons is always a good uh decoration out there and both megan and melissa should get fake points for wearing you look great gear today so thank you guys real very thank much. you guys so much for making time for us and megan one more time congratulations for your cover lovers win in the most unfair category we could have randomly <laughs> yeah. selected. Revenge of the Marching Bad Nerds. <laughs> oh, nerds. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. A sailor was laid to rest more than 80 years after he was killed in the attack on Pearl Harbor in 1941. Bert Jacobson was 21 years old when he was killed alongside 400 other soldiers. It took this long for his remains and others to be identified. Even as recent as 2003, there were efforts to identify 100 sets of remains, but nothing came of it. Then in 2015, the Department of Defense announced they were going to exhume the remains again. 
the remains of 355 men have been identified, leaving 33 sets left. Jacobson's family was relieved to bury the man they knew but never met. Most of the world thinks we are currently in September, and technically, they're not wrong. But what's more important is that we are actually celebrating September on Twitch. It's the month where Twitch tries to convince you to subscribe to your favorite live streaming channel for the first time or extend your current subscription for three or six months. They do this by offering subscriptions at a discount. So take our channel, for example, twitch.tv slash Anthony. If you're not subscribed to our channel right now, you can do so and get 20% off for one month. If you're already subscribed, you can upgrade to a three-month subscription for 25% off or a six-month subscription for 30% off. You save money, and we bring in the same amount from Papa Bezos and his Twitch underlings. And even though you can always watch our show for free on Twitch while we're live, being a subscriber unlocks special emotes that you can use in our live chat during the show. And when we do giveaways like today's Beach Waver giveaway, our subscribers get three times the odds of winning. Oh, and by the way, we're live today at 8 a.m. on the West Coast, 11 a.m. on the East Coast. If you want to hang out with us, maybe win a Beach Waver, twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. Last week, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds announced that they were expecting their fourth child. Blake did a surprise baby bump reveal at the Forbes Power Women Summit red carpet. And ever since then, paparazzi have been staked outside of their house trying to get photos. So... Blake posted a bunch of photos of her and her baby bump on Instagram with a caption that said, here are photos of me pregnant in real life. So the 11 guys waiting outside of my home for a unicorn sighting will leave me alone. You freak me and my kids out. She has been an advocate for getting paparazzi to stop taking photos of famous people's kids. She also thanked her fans for unfollowing accounts and publications who share photos of children and thanks media who have a no kids policy. Summoner Stroh is her name and setting TikTok, Instagram, and Adam Levine on fire is apparently her game. Yeah. So yesterday morning, Sumner posted a video about how at least a year ago, Adam Levine cheated on his wife with her. And if you somehow don't know Adam Levine, he is the lead singer of Maroon 5 and a judge on The Voice. According to Sumner, the reason she decided to start talking about the affair now is because one of her quote-unquote friends was about to go to the tabloids with it, and she wanted to make sure that the story got out without her looking like she was trying to make money off of it. Yeah. And as she tells it, allegedly, after not speaking for months, Adam Levine messaged her back in June saying that if the baby he and his wife are expecting is a boy, he would like to name it Sumner. So he decided to ask his former mistress, Sumner, if she thinks it's okay. No, it's not. And that's None of all, this is. That's all the info that we have right now. And I don't know about you, but I would love to hear what his wife, Bahati, has to say about all this. Not only did she presumably just find out that Adam was cheating through TikTok, her husband also reached out to the same woman as recently as June, and he wants to name his son after his mistress. If all of this is true, that is some psychopath behavior, if I've ever seen it. And what's crazy is so many times celebrities can deny these claims, even to their significant others. Mm -hmm. But if at any point he brought up to his wife, hey, we should name this baby Sumner. Yeah. And then this comes out, he's caught. 
What's Trending. The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Why do the kids get to have all the back-to-school fun? And I know you're probably like, "Mm, that's an oxymoron, but it's not. You can't tell me you didn't love picking out new notebooks and planners and pens and all those things. I miss it. So I put together a back-to-school list for adults. I've got some of my favorite pens on there, my favorite planners. There's even a really cool phone holder that will attach to your laptop. So if you're working from home, it's great. I linked it all. It's at themorningshowpodcast.com. Happy shopping. The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony. Thank you for hanging out with us on another edition of the Morning Show Podcast. And I know we say this from time to time, and it might sound phony or fake, but honestly, every single listen on this podcast, every single view on Twitch helps us achieve our goal of creating this little baby media empire on our (laughs) own. So for real, Thank you so very, very much for spending some time with us. Yeah, every time you share this podcast with a friend, just like text it to them or even put it on social media, anything you do like that is a huge, huge win for us. So just keep that in mind today. Maybe you get to work and you're like, you know what? I know someone else who needs this in their mornings. Share it with them because that's always helpful for us. And to the three people who have helped make this podcast possible, Lauren Ray with her fantastic voice on the Morning Show podcast. Jason Burrows with his phenomenal production, and Mike Meredith. If you look at the logo, that's his beautiful work. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony.